Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all but feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. What's happening? Well, oh my God, what isn't happening? I feel like I'm running like a chick with my head cut off. It was so like, you know, a week ago I was coming back from Soul Treat and today I'm coming back because I took a three-day weekend because it was my birthday yesterday. It was your birthday. Happy birthday, by Thank the way. Thank you. <laughs> and so I'm just like, I feel like my weeks are all about catching up. It's <laughs> <laughs> nothing like starting from behind. <laughs> hey, why not? You know, there you go. But I think I think you have a clue of what I'm talking about. Yeah. And 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 you're doing what I should be doing. Uh, but I well, I'm kind of doing it next weekend. This coming weekend, we're going to a wedding. So, um, you know, that'll be that'll be nice uh, as a break. But uh, I, but you're doing something that I I would love to be doing if I didn't have two weddings and a retreat this <laughs> yes, I have been running full tilt for probably about four months now. Uh, weekends, no weekends, nothing. It's just been crazy. So I have booked a three day, three, four or five days. I don't know what the heck. I'm just going into the woods, <laughs> into a cabin, into the woods by myself. And this is very difficult for me, Kelly. <laughs> I know. Is, yeah, this we've been talking something. about it. Yeah, this isn't something I've done before. So, yeah, before before the episode, you were saying that you know you're feeling selfish for taking your time off. Like I'm not bringing a partner, children, anything. This is literally me going off. I'm shutting my phone off from work. So, I have always sort of trained myself that 
I have to be available to those people that I care for and I support and things like that. So me saying, okay, I am literally shutting everything down for these couple of days is I'm struggling. And I had we'll take it down the wall here. I did not sleep last night. I had anxiety attacks all night long as I thought about I'm really doing this. So it's it's a difficult thing. I know it's important and I'm excited about it, but I'm also anxious as hell. <laughs> So, so if it helps at all, I give you absolute permission to be selfish. This is, this is something that's so important. We, we think, so trauma brain teaches us that anything we do for ourselves is being selfish. And that's actually not the case. You know, you have to do for yourself. It's required. Uh, It's so required that Stephen Covey actually wrote about it in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's under the chapter called Sharpening the Saw. And that has been the premier business book for a very long time. It's, It's required for success, obviously, because everybody raves about it and everybody talks about it. That's the work hard, play hard thing, right? Um. But the trauma brain says, no, I can't do anything for me. I don't matter. I can't count. If I do something for me, I'm taking away from someone else. And that's just patently not true. If you never do for you, then you're never the fullness of you. And then you're giving from your emptiness instead of from your overflow. And that is what I'm trying to yeah. <laughs> make sure that I you, reinforce in myself right now. Yeah. It's, You've been empty for a while, baby. It's I definitely have, time to refill. I have. We just wrapped a massive project at work and we're start our next massive project next week. And I said, this is my blog. <laughs> this is the time. <laughs> Do it now or forever hold your peace. So yeah. I am forcing yeah. myself Hopefully into not that. forever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> forcing into that uncomfortable space, but... It's growth and it's part of what we do, right? It's part of the work. Absolutely. And and I'm just over here going, whoop, whoop, go you, whoop, whoop, go you. I'm so proud of Joey. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because <laughs> you've needed it. Yeah. I have. I have. Yeah. And I'm excited. Thank you. And go you for taking care of you. Because, you know, you deserve it. So oh, now I'll let you off the hook because I know you're always uncomfortable when we talk about you. <laughs> well, today's show is not about me. It is about <laughs> energy work, <laughs> energy healing specifically. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's you know, it's so interesting because, um, you know, the, the speech that I gave at the, the uh, Soul Treat last weekend or no, weekend before last now was about healing from the inside out. It's about the healing process and how we heal and that sort of thing. And I I was at the program asking people, so there were two tracks you could pick from two speakers. And so, so there were two, two people talking at any given point in time. So I, I was asking people why they picked my presentation to come to. So that I had a sense of why they were in the room, right? Because uh, I like to customize my stuff. And... There was a woman in the front of the room who looked at me and said, I, I'm a healer and I, had, I, I just did all my shadow work so that I wouldn't be the he- wounded healer archetype. And she said, but then a whole other layer of work just showed up. And I laughed. I was like, yeah, that never stops. <laughs> and she was like, but how do I not be the wounded healer archetype? Right. And I'm, I was like, well, that's a really good question. And, and so, you know, we talked about it for a little bit and um, 
And it, but it, it, it created a foundation, right? It created a foundation for the conversation of, you know, how do we do our work and be clear channels for others, right? Because, you know, the short answer to the question was, you do your work, right? Um, but, you know, if your work is never ending, how do you know when you're not the wounded healer anymore? And the answer to that short answer again is, you know, you're not the wounded healer when your shit gets triggered in the middle of your session with a client and you can go, oof, okay, I'll put that away and look at it later. And it doesn't take over your entire consciousness and you don't stop being aware of them and you, and, and instead deepen your own crap, right? That's the short answer. So, um, and I, I have just proposed a talk for the Wealthy Healer Summit that's coming up on November 15th to the 17th uh, on the Wounded Healer archetype and what that's about and how to get through it and so on. So um, assuming that gets approved, then I will be involved in that. Uh, and even if it doesn't, I'll post the link here because I just mentioned it and y'all should check it out. So when we do, when we talk about energy work, right, you know, people often think of it as a done to you thing. You know, people come in for an energy healing session. And they're like, do me, right? And yes, to a certain extent, energy work is done to you. However, you are a part of the work because it's your energy. And how long the energy work lasts is dependent upon whether or not you do the other pieces associated with the energy work, right? We've talked about this on the podcast before, which is, you know, the, you can have your chakras cleared over and over and over again, but if you never change the belief structures that create the blocks, then the blocks are just going to keep coming back and you can't buy your way to evolution. You know, you can't just pay for enough healing sessions and suddenly be evolved. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, would that it did. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's so many people who are like, oh man, yeah, I would just like, I would kill myself to buy enough sessions, right? <laughs> I wish it worked that way, but no. Otherwise, I'd be, you know, fully evolved. I'd be Jesus now. But <laughs> with all the money I've spent on it, man. Ooh, workshop junkie. Yes. The thing that you have to keep in mind about your energy patterns is this there are blocks, there are fritzes, there are sludges. There is a dearth of energy. So the, the soul treat was jam-packed. There was a lot of stuff going on. It was like one thing after another, right? There was, and, and it was easy to get tired because on top of the one thing after another, there was also the, the, the site, which was beautiful, was also on a mountaintop, which meant that everywhere you walked was either uphill or downhill, upstairs or downstairs. And it was, I once, one day I did 7,000 steps and I was like, I woke up in the middle of the night with my shins, not my calves, my shins cramping. <laughs> I was like, ah. So, you know, it was easy to be tired. And so at the, uh, at the, I had a, a psychic uh, panel that I was going to be on that evening. And everybody was looking a little bedraggled in the audience before we left uh, for lunch, for dinner, rather. And I said, if you feel like you're too tired and you really want to attend the event tonight, but you're too tired, come over and I'll do an energy flush for you. Right. And so I did energy flushes, which is basically just clearing the gallbladder meridian and the central vessel so that the energy can flow through the body more easily. And by the way, if you're looking those up, that's Chinese medicine, acupressure, acupuncture, and then opening the crown chakra also. So it's, it's a combo of those things. However, uh, I did some work on one person and the energy just 
didn't. I literally, uh, when I do this process, I breathe out to go down the gallbladder and breathe up to come up the central vessel. And I literally ran out of air twice trying to get energy down the gallbladder meridian with this one person. And I've never had that happen. And I've been doing this process for God, more than 20 years, probably 25 years. Um, and I, I sought the person out afterwards and I said, look, and I said that the reason that this didn't go is because I had to actually pump energy into your system to make it go which means you were completely shut down energetically. And I've only once seen somebody more shut down. And that was somebody 25, 26 years ago who uh, came in with, with a collapsed aura. Did I? I think I told that story somewhere along the line here. It's a long time long ago. Long time ago. Yeah. yeah so I'll, I'm going to tell it again because, you know, uh, not everybody's listened for that long. But the uh, the person in question had come in and she her aura had collapsed and she'd gone dark. And I was like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? And and she said, I don't know. I've been to the doctors and my, my, my circulation of my hands and my feet isn't working right. I'm getting frostbite. It was winter in Connecticut. And she's like, I'm just going from my house to my car and my car of my my office and I'm still getting frostbite on my toes because there's no circulation. And she said, I have an appointment with this the specialist in the morning. And I was like, well, before you leave tonight, now this was not a healing session. This was a Habitat for Humanity uh, um, board meeting, right? And I said, before you leave tonight, we're going to fix this. And, and, you know, so I put her up on the conference room table after everyone left. And I, I just spun her aura back out again and, and, you know, fed some energy into it. And, and, uh, she said the circulation returned to her hands and feet and she was going to feel like an idiot for going to the specialist in the morning. Um, and if I remember, you know, this ties into what we talked about earlier, that was a situation where she had an over, over full plate. Right. And you also said, and this goes to what you mentioned about the, what you do after also affects what, how long it lasts. You told her. You have to take something off of your plate. Uh, there was some order you gave her, if I remember that story. I told her she had to quit three things immediately. And if, unfortunately, she said, okay, I have to quit Habitat. <laughs> I was like, I knew that. She's like, I'm going to have to disappoint people. At least I'll disappoint the person who made me do it. <laughs> and so she quit Habitat and she quit two other things that day. I said I wasn't going to let her leave until she made the phone calls. Because um, otherwise, she would just end up right back where she started. I, I told the, the the person at the conference about this and I said, look, you know, this is only the second time I've ever seen anything this extreme. And, you know, the next step is what, what this woman was dealing with. I said, I don't want that to be you. She said, yeah, okay. <laughs> so she was like freaked out. And I'm like, yeah, you should be freaked out. I'm freaked out. So let's, let's be clear. Um, so, you know, this is the thing, right? When you let yourself get so depleted, you risk having your aura collapse. You risk having there be no energy in your body to service your body, right? You risk these things being a problem and you don't want to have that happen. And so it's, it's super important. And I can't stress this enough. The world is fucking insane right now. I mean, just beyond insane. And it has been for we're we're going on two years. We're getting damn close to two years at this point. And it's exhausting. And I just saw a Facebook message from a friend in Boston who is taking a month off of work because she's completely 
depleted and she's been diagnosed with depression and she's doing an out outpatient hospitalization process and whatever. And it's just, there's, there's all of this stuff going on. And my husband took a month off last year, you know, and, and I've been taking a lot of time off. Okay. A lot. I mean, like a lot. I, I will take entire afternoons, entire days, you know, I, because I just can't. I just can't. And so if you're feeling like you just can't, I get it. It's going around. And I want you to know you're not alone. I mean, Joey's going away for his retreat. My friend is doing her month off. You know, we've we've been taking a lot of downtime. I mean, it is so important to do less, to be still more. You know, um, somebody at the retreat asked, you know, how do I do a... Um, how do I get more done? You know, how do I, how do I deal with not having things done at the end of my day? You know, how do I deal with that as far as, you know, goal setting and whatever? And I said, do less, put less on your plate. And she's like, what? I'm like, it's not about getting more done. It's about expecting less of yourself. I said, honestly, I said, you already do too much. And the level of insanity that you were doing before you came into the pandemic was too much. And now it's even way too much. And so, you know, expect less of yourself. You have more on your plate. They're dealing with an act of trauma. There is, you're not going to get as much done as you're used to getting done. And you need to just reset your expectations for a slower pace of life. And, and I have to say that I really think if you look at the 2012 calendar, uh, the Mayan calendar, right? 2012 was the end of that particular calendar, right? And if you look at the Mayan belief structure, they say that life speeds up exponentially as you come up to that. And then it comes back down again. It starts to slow back down again. And But we live multiple lifetimes during the years coming into and coming out of that. And that I, I truly think the pandemic is part of the, hey, yo, wake up, we're slowing down process, right? I really do because... The insanity level that we were at was not sustainable. And, you know, we're we're seeing that in spades now as the pandemic continues. And so it's it's more important than ever to do good self-care. Right. So none of that, however, is what the title of this episode is. And so I do want to get to that. But the fact is that energy work is if you have sludginess right in your in your energy it's because there's a lot of stuck energy which is often stuck emotions right um occasionally it's you know just exhaustion that we haven't moved it's you know um depression it's any sort of heavy sort of energy right that can be moved and moved if it's if it's emotions you haven't dealt with, you have to process the emotions. If it's depression and exhaustion, that can be moved by an energy healer. And most of the time it'll it'll go away and not come back unless the depression is chronic, right? Um, the fritziness in the energy field is a issue with your energy being diverted through your aura instead of through your body, instead of through the chakras. If you're bringing energy in through your crown chakra and cycling it through your aura instead of through the center of your body and your chakra system because your chakras are blocked or your crown chakra is closed, then 
you will create a fritz in your aura. Now, this is bad, the capital B bad, because uh, there are um, 88 eyes in your aura and they have uh, connections between them that are like neural pathways and they do correlate. I have seen people with MS have fritzy energy fields. And now, you know, does one create the other or which came first, chicken or the egg? I can't tell you, but I can tell you that they do correlate. So, uh, you know, every person I've known with MS has a fritziness in their aura to a certain extent. And so, you know, you want to be really careful to avoid fritziness in your aura. That means keep your crown chakra open, right? Make sure your, your, your chakras are cleared. Um, now, blocks... Blocks are one of those things that some some of them are ready to go sometimes, and many of them aren't. And it's an it's an evolutionary process. And before you say, "I want to get rid of all my blocks," I want to get rid of all my blocks. Well, I know, but you're not going to. So suck it up, right? You know the the fact is that we get through all of the blocks in a level. The level goes away. The next level come up. So it comes up. There's new blocks. Yay. Happy happy joy. Deeper level to do. So again, back to that. Don't have a goal. Right. I'm going to say that until you're until I'm blue in the face or until you pass out. But from from your ears bleeding from me saying it, because the goal is the antithesis of evolution. So as we're going through, so there is there are ways to to clear energy. Right. The energy can be cleared through a direct manipulation, which is, you know, an energy healer going in and doing energy work in the system and pulling things out and moving things around and whatever. And you can do that either in person or virtually. It doesn't really matter. Energy doesn't have a distance. Uh, you know, time and space are all an illusion anyway. Or you can do it through sound. And sound literally uses the sounds to break up the energy patterns in the field. And so, for instance, you know, we're doing a sound healing coming up in the next episode or two. I can't remember exactly when, but um, soon we've done them in the past. So if you've listened to one of the sound healings, you've you've had the experience of having that happen. Um, it is next sound, week's episode, by the way. It's next week's episode. Yeah. Okay. So uh, when I do the sound healing, there are two things that I'm doing. One is I am processing emotions that are stuck in the field. Um, and so if you hear me wailing or crying or, you know, the, the, the coughing or, you know, any of the sort of, sometimes I'm laughing, right? Um, so sometimes I'm putting, if I'm laughing, I'm often putting joy into the field. Um, if I am, you know, wailing or, or sounding sad or something like that, then I'm processing emotions that are stuck in the field, Right. The other thing that happens is that I do things that that break up the energy, that move the energy. Um, the tones that you hear, if you hear uh, stutters in the tones, like <sighs> you know that sort of thing, or I have to clear my throat, or I have to do something like that, that's because there's stuckness in the energy field, and I just keep doing it over and over again until the stuckness clears. Right. So. Uh, energy healing is very specific. Uh, sound healing is very specific to that path, right? It's it's about tuning into the harmonic of the energy field and adjusting the harmonic using the sounds. 
And now I say this for sound healing. I'm specifically talking about the type of sound healing that I do, the vocal sound healing. And that's another fun story from this past weekend um, uh, from the retreat is that uh, one of the the speakers at the retreat, I did my typical sound healing. I did about six minutes at the end of my presentation. And he came up to me afterwards and he said, you know, the moment you brought, you said you were going to do a sound healing and you did not bring out any instruments. He said, I knew what I was in for because he goes to Lakota sweat lodges and he hears uh, the Lakota sound uh, uh, healer or holder. I think they call him a a sound holder, um, do that type of healing. And I thought that was pretty cool. So he was like, yes, I, I was so excited. I was like, yay, I'm excited to hear that you knew what it was. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but the sound healing pieces, the, the, the vibratory pieces are for, uh, do that. Now, uh, there was another person who did sound healing at the retreat, and, but she did singing bowls. And her name's the Divine J9. And it was sublime. I have to tell you, if you're, if you're in Brooklyn, New York, and you have the opportunity to go to uh, her spa, which I can't remember. Oh, uh, 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 ooh, uh, nope, Mind Body Salt. There it is. Mind, body, salt. Um, I knew I'd come up with it. It'll be in the, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes too. So, uh, or rather Joey will, because he does that. But, <laughs> but uh, if you have a chance to go to mind, body, salt, which is her spa in, in Brooklyn, uh, please do. If you have an opportunity to do a sound healing with her, it was really lovely. And I, I, she took me places and I came out, I came in physically feeling in pain because of all the walking and all of the, you know, my body was being pushed past where it's used to being with all of that. And I left with no pain at all. And I was just like physical pain. And I was like, wow, I was impressed. And energetically, I felt refreshed and I felt renewed. And there was all sorts of loveliness that went along with that. But so if you're in Brooklyn, please do. Um, Anyway, the when you're doing singing bowls, which is what she was using, right? The crystal singing bowls. Um, What that's doing is it's literally activating the sounds of specific chakras. Each singing bowl is aligned to a chakra. Okay. And so it is uh, bringing the chakras into harmony rather than clearing the stuff that's not the chakras, right? And so it's two different sides of the same coin, right? And so, you know, these are the, you know, tuning forks, very similar sort of thing uh, to, the, to the singing bowls. Anything along those lines is going to be similar. And what you're doing is you're bringing your body into harmony, right? So it's the, it's the light approach and the dark approach balancing. We love it. Yay, yin yang. This is interesting. And I was just looking back through. We've done a lot of uh, talking about energy work before all the way back to like episode 11 we've got it we've done a bunch of episodes all the way back to the early days but this is one that's been really good about not just about what different types of energy work they are and you know you hit on a couple of them but i think we talked about a lot of them in earlier episodes that folks can refer back to but you've really hit here about some of that meat element that comes with this energy work that gets into that deeper level that i think is super important for people to understand and it's not It's kind of like when you go to the doctor, you're going to the doctor with the symptoms, the doctor is giving you a medicine and you taking that medicine solves the problem. But with energy work, as you said at the beginning, and I think this is something that people often miss, it's a, you have to be part of it. You have to be willing to receive it and then 
take care of it once it, once you have received it. It's not just a passive thing. You have to be able to actively receive and then and then care for the the work that's been done. Otherwise, you're just right back to it again. Yeah. And and that's the case, right? That's when when you are in the on the healing table or in the energy of the healing, right? You want to pay attention to what comes up for you, right? Pay attention to the emotions that are there. Pay attention to the thoughts that come up. Pay attention to the physicality of your body. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, I need to belch. Oh, I need to fart. Oh, I need to, you know, my belly is going blah, 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 blah. You know, oh, I'm, I need, I, I need to move my body. My body is, I, I have to move. I can't stop it. I have to move, you know? All of these things are important. They're relevant to the healing process. When we move energy, the body often physically responds. And that's important to pay attention to. It is. And I think something that may be important for your listeners listeners in particular with regards to being able to listen to your body and to receive the work being done is to not try to help. <laughs> Stop trying to help the the practitioner do the healing because you know what? That's what we do. It <laughs> we is. tend to do that, especially early on. Yes. Yeah. That's a really good thing. Really good awareness to bring up. Thank you, Joey. I don't think about those things very much these days, but yes, it is huge. You cannot effectively receive and try to help at the same time. Now, how, how do we de- determine the difference there? Because we just said, be part of it, but don't try to help, right? It's like, what the fuck does that mean, right? Okay, so, you know, the, the thing there is that you have to receive and be present in your body and reflect back to the healer what you're experiencing. That is how you help, right? Not, I'm in my body trying to move the stuff and do it myself and, you know, feed energy back to the healer because I feel bad for receiving it and and, and stop that shit. You are paying for that healing session or you're giving them the ability to feel like they did something good and, and helped you. So you're giving them the sense of feeling good about themselves. Stop trying to pay it back with your energy. The whole point of getting healing is to get healing and to give it back. Hello, McFly. Yeah, like forehead tap right there. Um, but yes, it's it's about being present in your body, being, you know, providing backstory if it's needed, but minimal, right? This is not about telling your whole freaking life story. It's not about going back into the drama. It's about, oh, I'm feeling this energy come up. Oh, yes. Well, you know, I, I have that a lot. I've been working on that for a while. Yes, that's relevant. And it's about my mom. You know, that's all you really need to say. You don't need a lot, right? You don't go into your story on the table. That's just going to pull your energy back down into the muck, right? But do acknowledge and say, yes, I know what that's about. Yes, it does need to be moved. Yes, I give you permission to remove it because that's part of the process. And being willing to, to hold and be with that is important as well because when the shift comes and you feel lighter, if that doesn't feel normal to you, you will lean back into and try and find ways to make you feel heavier because that's your comfort zone. So you have to be aware of that. You, you will go out and find drama to invest in so that you can drag your energy down, right? So be aware that when you do this, you are at a higher vibration and your job is to maintain that vibration to get the most out of the healing. So, you know, 
clear some space afterwards so it has a chance to to integrate before you go back into your world. Well, this is fantastic. I think we've we've hit on all of the good things that we're going to get into this episode anymore. We'll, we're moving into advanced land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any sort of things that you want to uh, impress upon people before we move into the Kellyism? Well, I do want to say this. So first off, I want to say that, that if you're looking to be able to do more work and hold more work, then the doing your inner work is necessary to do that. And, you know, we talk about the inner peace program all the time. And, you know, I'm going to mention it again in case you're new here. And if you are new here, welcome to the episode and go back and start at the beginning because you'll learn a lot more if you start at the beginning. But the inner peace program, and I want to tell you guys that there's there's been an evolution in how we're doing this. I am offering monthly payments and they are affordable and I'm setting it up so that you can not only come into the program, but continue on forward at the same monthly payment going forward. So um, if this is something you're interested in, please do come and check it out. The Inner Peace Program is going to get you to the emotional safety that you need in order to be able to grow effectively. And if you haven't found emotional safety, you know, you're living in anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgment and you're lacking in courage and self-support. You know, you're giving yourself shit all the time, right? And so if those things sound like you, the Inner Peace Program is probably where you need to be. And from there, you know, I would encourage you to uh, go through that process and sign up because it would, it'll change your life. Every person who comes out is like, oh my God, right? So the other thing I want to say is that I'm also starting a new program. So if you're one of the more advanced people out there and going, well, I don't want to start at the beginning because I've been doing this work for 10, 15 years. Like, I feel you, okay? There is a way to not have to start at the beginning. And I'm doing an intermediate spiritual person, healer, whatever, program. And um, it's called Evolve. And it is about using energetics to harness the power of the unseen world. And it is a customized program specifically for each person. You get a class that is your name. That's the name of your education program because I custom build it based on your energy scan and what you need in the moment. And you get personal coaching with me. You get small group coaching. It's six people or less. Um, And we're doing quarterly mini retreats. And I say mini retreats because there are six people, you know, so it's a small group uh, and it's a weekend. So four weekend retreats are included in that. So um, there's, uh, I'm also doing monthly healing on you. And I'm also doing, I'm checking your, your wards and your shields. And if you don't have them, then I'll help you put them up. Wow. This is a serious <laughs> um, program. It's a serious program. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are diving deep and it's, it's an apprenticeship effectively. It's a mentorship, right? Um, so, you know, when you come in, that's what it's about. And so if you're one of the more advanced people and you've been looking for something that isn't going to make you start at the beginning to get your advanced level stuff, right. Um, then, you know, this is the program for you. Yeah. All right. So with the inner peace program, they're going to go to your website, kellysparta.com in the work with me section, there's online programs and that's where they'll find inner peace. 
uh, under the under the mystery school? Where do they yeah. get evolved? I'm assuming <laughs> well, that's not there yet because it sounds it's really new. <laughs> it is brand new. Um, I I am in the process of getting the sales page put up. So by the time this came, comes out, it may or may not be there. If it isn't there yet, then please email me at kelly at kellysparta.com and let me know that you're interested and I will get you set up. Or you can sign up for a discovery call on the homepage uh, and that, and just say interested in the intermediate program, um, and in the involved program. And I will know that that's what we're going to talk about. And then we can talk about it from there and I'll give you the details from there. I do have the details written up. I just don't have the sales page put up yet. So, yeah. All right. I think we're ready for a Kellyism and then, uh, and then we're going to call it a wrap. Hmm. Energy is the underpinning of everything in life. If you bring your energy into alignment with the world around you, there is nothing you can't do. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Kelly. Well, thank you very much. I am off into the woods. Yay, into the woods to grandmother's house and home before dark. <laughs> I am not coming home from before dark. I'm going to no. stay there, but I will see you stay next there. week <laughs> when we're back here again. All right. That is all that we have for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Chirpa. So long, everyone. Bye. With a condition, each mile I travel over 13,000 now. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions with post-production by Christopher Wright. Into my home and my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing? But you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space and you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.